only ever be where you are right now. Borders your podcast. It's the major investment in your life, right? The journey will always be your journey. Now, if you would like to receive a quick sip of Social Dynamics each and every Friday, well, I got you covered there as well. Every Friday, I hit that bowl sip weekly email newsletter, which just goes out to my hardcores and I include anything in the world of social dynamics that I feel like you guys need to know a little bit more about, a whole bunch of exclusives, insights, things that I'm dealing with in in, in this world, in this world of 10,000 things, cool shit, training, nutrition, uh, music, updates to the resources of wisdom. You don't want to be missing out on this free piece of content. So bodoja.com, put your email in and you'll receive a confirmation email in your inbox. Hit yes on that. If you haven't received it, just check your spam or your junk folder or promotions in Gmail. Should be there. 3.20 p.m. every single Friday. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Boldojo.com, where you guys can pick up my ebook, The Crash Course to Kick-Ass Day Game. Just get your day game sorted. It's a quick action guide to get you out there, to act as your reference, your guide, your mentor. It is not meant to be used as an armchair theorizer. You are meant to go out there and complete a 30-day challenge in tandem with it. And it's just going to help you to progress much further. Also, by the way, if you do purchase the ebook, make sure you check your inbox within 24 hours afterwards because I pretty much personally message everyone who gets the toolbox with a few extra tips. Next up is the one-on-one Skype coaching. If you want to go a level deeper, this is where we can work on your limiting beliefs create action plans in your life to get you moving forward, whether it be within dating, physical, mental, purpose, whatever side of the temple you want to angle off of me with, I'm going to be there to help you. Of course, there are the deeper level packages, which is what I refer to as the bowl inside. For my clients that are on the bowl inside, they get access to two things that outsiders don't, which is number one, priority messaging. Within 24 hours, you can message me on WhatsApp and I'm going to respond to you outside of Australian weekends through my private number. Also, priority session booking. So you're not going to be worried about having to book your sessions in and have to wait for like two to four weeks. People on the bowl inside get top priority. So with those two extra perks, you're going to be on a package. So all you have to do is hit up boldojo.com. You can see that in the Skype coaching section. There's more details there and we can work out what's going to suit you best. And taking you to the deepest level of all, the Day Game Foundations Boot Camps. This is for those of you that are looking to take control of your lives, to achieve the freedom of choice in your dating life, to be able to see and attract a beautiful woman anywhere you are and know that you have the confidence to handle that interaction from open qualification investment, close, bring the best of your 50 and just really bust through all the things that have been holding you back sexually or socially speaking. As of recording this, we're currently in February right now. There's a couple good months left in Australia. So if you're around the world, if you're in Australia, hit up me up for inquiries within Australia. Otherwise, you got June, July, August, the uh, other side of the world, summer, We're currently scheduling and planning for that. So if you'd like me to come to your city, whether it be London, New York, uh, potentially Canada, anywhere around Europe or the US, just send me a message at boldojo.com in the bootcamp section and we can dive a little bit deeper into that and get more information on it. But please, serious inquiries only. And please know that I don't just take absolutely anyone. I will grill you. I will vet you to make sure that you are in the right mental place to undertake what goes on in these boot camps. Now, with all that being said, if you guys would like to support this channel, support this podcast and just keep it going, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, just my full name. Or you can also donate directly through the website, which is just bodojo.com. And in the podcast section at the top, 
there's a donate which just goes straight through the website as if you were to you know get an ebook or get skype coaching so you can donate directly through there as well and anything that you guys do donate is extremely appreciated and just goes back to everything that i do here at the bowl so thank you very much to all of you and with all the formalities out of the way let's dive straight into this podcast yo what's good my friends it's adam here and welcome to this special edition podcast on social and dating recommendations as coronavirus takes over the world i've been receiving a lot of questions from my clients from those of you on instagram and on youtube as well so i'm going to cover i'm going to split this up into roughly three different sections number one my recommendations off the bat as to how you should be going about your dating and social lives. Uh, second thing, what you should be doing in self-isolation when that hits, if it hasn't already hit your country, but when it does. And then also some recommendations in terms of mentality, how we're going to look at this overall. That will come towards the end and also answering your specific questions as well that I've got from social media. So let's do it. So without messing about, this is my recommendations for those of you that are in the cold approach journey. Stop. Stop right now. I don't care what country you're in, everyone's being affected by this at this point. If you're in the US, which most of my followers and clients are, you guys are already on mandatory lockdown, where you're not even allowed out of your houses for the most part, uh, especially in Europe as well. But for my people in Australia, we're not quite as badly infected as affected as the rest of the world yet. So there's a bit of complacency going on around here. And I'll be 100% honest with you guys, my answer to this question should I still be going out, meeting girls, working on my cold approach? My answer to that question would have been different at the start of this week. It's currently Saturday. I'm filming this over the weekend. If we rewind seven days, Australia's infected cases or total cases of coronavirus was only at 87 nationally. From March 12th to March 20th, an eight-day span, we've gone from 87 cases to 877 cases. There's a really awesome video that I'm gonna drop a link to down below called The Virus Updates on COVID-19 for 20th of March. It's on ABC News YouTube channel. And it's just got, uh, it's 15 minutes, but it gives you the full update of what's going on. And you can see all the graphs. I'm gonna probably try and put them if I can in the video. And if you just look at the trajectory of Australia's cases of coronavirus, the trajectory is not looking good at all. It's uh, multiplying, multiplying. So while we aren't on forced mandatory down here yet, the recommendations from a lot of the states and last night Queensland's premier recommended that everyone stays home. It's not mandatory yet, but it's coming. If we stay on the path that we're currently on, it's coming. So we may as well just get a jump on the head uh, right now and just stop going out to work on our cold approach in whether it be on the street or at night because Listen, it would be very irresponsible for me as someone who's a social dynamics coach who cares about the well-being of all people to recommend that you guys continue to go out and spread the virus. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, most of us are really young. You know, most of us are under 30, and I know most of my audience is under 30, and you're in a low-risk category. But the thing with this virus and the reason why it's taken over the world is because just because you might not get intensely affected individually, you might not even feel any effects. But you could still be a carrier. You could be asymptomatic to the point where maybe let me give you, give you an example here. Let's say I said to you guys, yeah, fine, go out. Go out tonight. Go out Friday night, Saturday night. If you can even find a bar or club that's going to be open or go out during the day and meet people. Right? You might not feel the effects of the coronavirus. You might not even show any symptoms at all. But if you were to come home and don't you guys have fathers and mothers that are in 50 and plus? And that's the other thing with this virus and why I'm giving you this recommendation is that New research is coming out and uh, 
the statistics are now showing that it's not an old person's virus anymore. That I think it's like 44 or 45% of the newest cases in the last week or two in America, in the US, and the hospitalizations were of people 55 and under. And so a lot of people are getting hospitalized that aren't old people. So you could be affecting, anyway, to my point, you could be affecting people in your household. You might go out there and be happy about working on your skills, working on your, so, your social dynamics, and you might not get affected by the virus, but you might be carrying it, and then you bring it home to someone who might then get it, and then who might then be affected tremendously by it. And so the reason why I'm telling you guys that it is not a good idea to go out and to continue your cold approach and to continue working on your dating lives is because of just the responsibility you have to society. The responsibility you have to high-risk people, to people who have metabolic disease, because high-risk is not just old people. It's people that are overweight. It's people that have uh, respiratory infections already and things that are deal, people that deal with asthma, higher risk in that area. You, we all we owe a responsibility to society to not blatantly go out and do the thing that spreads this virus more which is to get in contact with other people. Now, you know I'm taking this very seriously when I'm a social dynamics coach. My business is predicated on you guys going out and getting experience and going out there and if not finding through the process of yourself that uh, actually I need a lot more help from a coach, so you come to me. Or for those of you that are finding actually I'm doing really well and I just want to get some pointers and I might pick up the ebook or Skype coaching or boot camps. So for me, boot camps are out. I'm not gonna, I've completely cut all of my international I usually plan international boot camps through the US and UK uh, around June, July, August. At this stage, I put on my website that I'm not planning for them. And also at this stage down in Australia, I need to update this web my website now. Because at, at the beginning of the week, it wasn't such an issue for me to be running boot camps here in Australia. Get to the end of the week, it's, an, it's, not, it's not even a consideration anymore. Uh, not only has Australia completely shut its borders to the outside world, but individual states are now starting to shut their borders and travel has been just cut to an absolute minimum. So for someone whose entire business is predicated on you people going out there and meeting people, if I'm telling you to stop going out there and meeting people, then it's a serious thing and you should take it seriously as well. So the next question is going to be, well, what do I do at home then? What do I do in self-isolation? How can I continue my growth if I can't be going out there and meeting people? And this is how I think about it. If you can't be going out there and working on your relationships in relation to others, you should be working on your relationship in relation to yourself. And this is something that I've espoused ever since the beginning of uh, getting out there and coaching people and teaching. And for those of you that follow my channel, this won't be surprising. But the relationship you have with yourself, your internal mantras, your internal work, your ability to understand yourself is just as important as how you understand others and yourself in relation to others. And of course, you guys know, the mirrors, the mirrors are so crucial. I know it's a big hit. I know it's a big hit to take what's foreseeable maybe the next six months off of hard cold approach and that's because that's our modality that's our that's our that's our whetstone that's our grindstone and that's what's going to produce the greatest amount of change absolutely that's why i don't that's why i often bash those of you that just stay in your bedrooms but if you're going to be forced in your bedroom well let's make the most of you being forced in your bedroom which is improving the relationship you have with yourself this is a fantastic time for those of you to start, if you haven't already, meditation, video up above. To start, daily cold showers, video up above. To start working on your relationships with friends and family. To have the direct, congruent, and authentic conversations with people who are in your close proximity 
that you've been putting off, things that have you been sleeping under the rug with people within close proximity, but more importantly, things you've been sweeping under the rug with yourself. It's very easy to walk through life in idle mode, in, in blinders mode. But now that you have all this time to yourself, this is a perfect time, if you haven't already, to start a new journal in your Evernote, to start a new pen and paper journal if that's how you run. And, and then to just systematically each day, whether it's just five minutes at first, you know, just five minutes at first, let me just sit down on my own and just explore my mind, explore myself. And then what you might find is that, hey, there may be a few flaws, a few holes that I was pushing to the side because I had to go to uni, because I had to go to my job. My entire day was taken up by other, uh, other activities. But now that the sole activity I have available to me is my internal work, my internal cultivation, right now that's a perfect time. That's what I'll be focusing my mind on. The other things that you can be doing in self-isolation is also just the cultivation of your entire temple in general. Right? Your physicality should not drop. Your physical development should not drop at all. Never be more crucial to have an active upkeep of your physical condition, strength and conditioning, right, flexibility as well, but strength and conditioning. Uh, there's 100,000 channels on YouTube that are dedicated to fitness. Jeff Cavalier, he's put out total body workouts for at home. There's many people that you can follow though that will give you home workouts that you can be doing for sure if you don't have plenty of equipment or if you don't have the know-how. Because I know that a lot of countries are in such lockdown that they're not even allowing people to jog outside anymore. Uh, which country did I see that coming from? France, I think. I think France did that this morning. But it'll also keep your mind steady because your emotions and the buildup, the angst and the panic and the stress and anxiety that comes from a worldwide pandemic, right? that's all going to be too much, overwhelming for you if you don't have some outlet to allow that stress to flow through. But if you've got a boxing bag out of the back or if you can go out and just hit 10 sets of push-ups times 10 sets of chin-ups or and just get that absolute adrenaline flowing, well, you notice, and for those of you that don't work out or if you haven't discovered this already, you always feel better after a workout. And it's one of the most, uh, you know, being a former personal trainer, uh, all my clients, I used to put this onto them, which is that it's always better to just do 10 minutes even and that's better than nothing. Even if they're coming in for a really hard day of work, I'd much rather them do just do 10 minutes. And if they still feel like shit, well, that's okay. We can go do some stretching or whatever. But you always, it never ends up that way. You get into it, you get started, the blood starts pumping and you start feeling better. And it's also going to bolster your immunity to if one of your family members or partners brings home the virus and you're going to be much more prepared to deal with that. And this is also another great time to start picking up a hobby that you hadn't previously had time for. You know, if you want to be... Talking about learning a new language, you want to learn you want to talk about some Japanese, you want to, that's a perfect time to start learning a language now online, you want to start learning how to play the guitar, you want to start learning how to do calligraphy or whatever it might be, cooking, etc. Getting supplies might be a little bit more difficult at this time, but you know, you could still be researching. Uh, for me, who's just started learning jujitsu, my jujitsu gym has not been closed down yet, but I'm quite sure it will be within the next month or so, just on the way things are going in Australia. And so I'm drilling as much as I can at home. My solo drills, John Dunaher and Bernardo uh, Faria had just put out a solo Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructional on their YouTube channel, Bernardo's channel. And so you can do solo drilling. And you know, so there's many ways to keep yourself activated and learning because a lot of the advice from the mainstream is that you want to just keep yourself busy while you're in self-isolation. I don't really agree with that. I think keeping yourself busy is 
rather useless. I think it's uh, not helpful. I think you should be activating yourself. I think you should be still pushing yourself. Just because you're isolated doesn't mean you slide. Doesn't mean you just go keep yourself busy by watching Netflix or keep yourself busy by scrolling Instagram all day long. To keep working on yourself, keep cultivating yourself. This is going to go on for months. I'm not sure how long the lockdown in all these different countries is going to go on for, but we're looking at six months of these measures of self-isolation, uh, of at least social distancing and as ISO, we call it down here in Australia. And, uh, you know, so it's going to be a while. So we've got to find ways to, I, I'm not going to waste the next six months on, on being idle and just busy, just trying to keep myself busy, trying to find things to do. No, I'm going to keep pushing myself to keep growing because I don't have six months to waste. I don't have six months to waste. I've got to keep evolving myself every day. And that's the mindset you guys should take on as well. And the final thing that I recommend while you're in self-isolation is reading. Okay, this is a great time to get your reading on. And I've got three books for you right here. Because I know the book recommendations are going to come. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a website, boldojo.com. There's a free resource in there called the Resources of Wisdom. You can find my recommendations for top books, top movie, top anime, top docos, quotes, music, etc., and you're going to find these three in the top 10 for sure, uh, particularly this one. Change your, th Whoop, Jesus. <laughs> Change your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Wayne Dyer, Living the Wisdom of the Tao, Learning About the Tao Te Ching. This is my number one recommendation and has been ever since I first read this at 18 years old. I've made many videos of book re recommendations and this is always number one when everyone ever asks me. This book was my formative education in understanding who I am. And if you could be, if you're asking me for any book, that you could read or listen to, it would be this one right here. Second book after that would be The Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama in concert with uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Uh, yes, I believe that's correct. Yes. And especially in times like these, The Book of Joy is going to be something that just gives you perspective on life. It's going to allow you to maintain a much more psychologically well-balanced emotional set point. Your emotions are just going to, you're going to learn to understand yourself as well, of course. But this is a, it's, it's, it's going to brighten your day. It's going to brighten your spirit. It's going to give you uh, hope and optimism. That's what this book will give you, the book of joy. And then the third book is the Diamond Sutra by Red Pine, or the interpretation by Red Pine, of course, passed down by the Buddha. And the Diamond Sutra, this one right here, took me several months to get through. I'm still really getting through it now, like even after having physically read it. Much of my life has been instructed and guided by this text, and this is not a light read. This is going to, uh, this is going to force you. It will force you to grow. You either close the book or you grow. That's there's only two ways with this book right here. So, if you're in self isolation right now with these top three books, let me tell you right here: "Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life" by Wayne Dyer, "Living the Wisdom of the Tao." This took me six months to get through the first time. The Book of Joy probably took me about two three weeks. The Diamond Sutra took me roughly two three months to get through. So, if you're going to earnestly dive into yourself and do the self-cultivation work I'm talking about. That's why it's these three books. That's why I'm not getting you to read three books on business or three books that, or, or 10 books on this, that books that you could read in an afternoon. If you're going to be in self-isolation, let's grow. Let's challenge ourselves. Let's not choose easy texts. Let's not uh, just go for entertainment. And I'm not saying that you can't be entertained. I'm just saying though, a lot of your day should be taken up by improving yourself. And these three books right here will ensure so. So now, as I said, I'm gonna move on to your questions. I got some individual questions from people, uh, clients and followers alike around what to do during this coronavirus time. So this is from one of my personal clients. Uh, he says to me just today, actually just this morning, 
Hey Adam, hope you're well. Was wondering if you had any advice on how to effectively day game in a time like this. With all the stigma of being close, etc., or do you think it's just best to wait until this blows over? I, I highly recommend that you avoid day game at all costs. Right? It's Obviously, we're going to have to go to supermarkets. You're going to have to go and get your food. If you already have the skill set, then it's not the end of the world because you're in an aisle and you see an absolutely beautiful woman next to you to go ahead and meet her because right? you were going to be there anyway. What I'm encouraging against is the active training of cold approach, the active you going out there and spending an hour, two hours meeting 20, 30, 40 people. I'm actively telling you not to do that, but I'm not at the same time saying to completely end your lives socially because human beings are social beings. Right? If, if you want to live a, a very short life, have no community, have no social interaction. If you want to live a long life, the statistics say have deep community. So I understand that there is a balance that needs to be had. Uh, but at the same time, I'm very firm in my stance that you should not be training cold approach. But if, if my client here happens to be in a supermarket, he's walking down, he's getting his meat and the girl next to him picks up a piece of meat as well. And, you know, they catch eyes and thinks, he's beautiful, thinks she's beautiful. Well, I'm not going to say don't meet her. Because that's this is life. We are still need to live our lives. So I'd still rec so to his question, no, he should not be going out and training day game. However, if he has the skill set already, feel free to use it when it's organic. The next question came from my bowl YouTube channel, just on the community post. If you guys aren't checking that out, make sure you subscribe up there. And I got a question from Prism Graphics who says, Hey Adam, I'm wondering how to create a strong identity for myself. After spending a lot of time thinking, in brackets, I'm in self-isolation, and brackets, I really don't know who I am or what I like anymore. The only real concrete hobby I've had over the last few years is gaming, and I feel like I only use that to escape the real world. How would you advise building a strong identity, and also what are the main things you like to do in your spare time? Stay safe, prison. So to the question of how to create a strong identity for yourself, this is what I talked about before. We need to create a relationship with ourselves and in this time when you're in self-isolation, what I recommend is that you have that time on your own where you eliminate social media, you eliminate uh, any external stimulus, music, people, etc., and you just force yourself into a room with a journal and you start asking yourself questions. Uh, you start asking yourself questions such as, why do I wake up in the morning? This is the most fundamental question that all of you need to have a concrete answer to in feeling. In time, the words will come. But if you don't have a deep burning desire for why you wake up in the morning, well, then that's the starting place. That's the place where you need to begin. I have an entire video on this. And also, I regularly release articles on the nature of these types of discussions in my Bolsip email, which you guys can get for free at boldojo.com. Just put your email in. Also, I do actually have an entire podcast on how to create an identity for yourself. Uh, you just have to go into the Boldojo pod, go on the Bold the channel and just type in create identity. There's an entire podcast on it, but just to give you some more value here, you, know, you, you have that time on your own. You have that time to dive into yourself and to work out what is it? What is it within me? What is that flame in me? If I could be doing anything in this life, why would I be waking up in the morning? If I could choose that for myself and whether it takes you five minutes, an hour, several hours, right? And you just jet down, you get down everything, you jot down everything, but we need to put ourselves in a place and in, in a space where we are uninterrupted from signals that are external and that you can really just get to a clean signal within yourself. He also mentioned that his only real concrete hobby he's had over the last years is gaming and I feel like he only uses that, he feels like he only uses that to escape the real world. And this is what I was talking about before is that 
I'm not recommending people go through this uh, next three, six months just trying to find things to do. You know, I think we should be pursuing the things that challenge us, that force us to grow. Okay, and that's, and you can certainly use that through gaming. I'm sure through gaming you could approach it in a way in which that it would be challenging, where you set yourself uh, certain challenges to do so, and you try and grow through that. I'm sure there's a way of doing that, but there are many ways of doing it. And to the question that you asked of what else do I do in my spare time? Well, this is the exact thing, Prism, is that I don't have spare time. Every single waking moment of my life is actively directed to improving myself and the lives of others, serving others. Right? If it's not a direct external action of that I'm serving someone else directly, it is that I'm going to have to improve myself so that I will have resources to improve other people and help other people improve themselves. So there is no the concept of spare time doesn't exist in my life. There's not a moment where I sit back and go, oh, I'm done. Ah, ah, I'm done. No, and that's not to say that I don't have rest periods, that I don't have rest time. No, but that's allocated for. I allocate my rest time. If I need to take five, 10 minutes off to close my eyes for a second, or if I need to, uh, you know, and I set times at which that no longer can I, will I interact with business or no longer will I interact with social media to protect my own emotional well-being, emotional state, but it's active. There's no such thing as spare with me. And to me, this is what uh, this is how I live my life. I'm not telling you that's how you need to live your life, but you can see there's a very big difference between our mentalities. Something you might want to think about there. The idea of a strong identity is something that you must define for yourself and that there are definitely two ways of thinking about it in terms of the identity in which that you interact with the world of 10,000 things, with the external world, the world of the cities I refer to it as, which is your ego, right? And I, the ego has a purpose, it has a place, but it must be harnessed to be used for good work and for good service, okay? And we're going to use that identity to be able to interact with everyone outside ourselves. But there's also the conversation you have inside yourself as to who you think you are. And that's work you need to do on your own, which is why I recommend the meditation, which is why I recommend the journaling and creating that relationship with yourself. And the next question comes from London Date Ideas. He says to me, how to handle the objection of her not wanting to leave the house? This is assuming she's not sick and her country hasn't outlawed this with a little monkey covering his eyes emoji. I ask, or I ask inviting them to quiet, non-crowded cafe then to apartment if she objects. It really depends on how deep into the interaction you are with the woman. Because if you're only like one day to win or a couple dates in, you're probably just going to have to park that. If she's saying that because of her health and the self-isolation, etc., that she's not willing to come out on a day two or day three, just purely for health, not because she doesn't like you anymore, not because the attraction's not there, then, hey, you got to respect that. In terms of handling that objection, the way that I would handle it is by seating with a story. Right. This is the best you can do in this scenario. This is a concept that we have from when we meet a woman on the street or in the club that we don't just close transactionally. We don't close as if we're a checkout chick right? and you're just scanning items through. No, that we always attach a story and association which separates you from cool guy that I met on the street to, oh, that's Adam and I want to go get on this adventure with him next week. We're going to go find tea, coffee, bar, etc. That story makes a world of difference for a woman. And so what you're going to do is that if you have you have one day, let's say you have one day on day two and you're setting up for the day three, but now she's in self-isolation because her country's mandated it. And I know that your country's you're saying that your country hasn't mandated it yet, but pretty much every country's gonna recommend this soon anyway. So it's gonna happen for all of us. And the best thing you can do is just seed with a story. You know, if she's saying right now I can't come out and say, Oh, hey, listen, that's fine. When we get over this, when we get over this chaotic pandemic hurdle of this coronavirus. 
Uh, let's get on that adventure. Let's see that story. Whatever you guys had initially talked about in the interaction, whether you guys had talked about going out to a bar and finding a drink or going down to the gardens or going down to the beach, etc. You just leave her with that association. And what's really important after this is to not be flaming her mobile. Do not be flaming her on Instagram. Do not be just shooting her messages every single day, every single day going, hey, how are you? Or what do you do today? Or did you survive Corona today? You know, et cetera. Don't be, don't get needy about it now just because you're in self-isolation. This goes back to the beginning of this podcast talking about how we need to be working on ourselves during this time. We need to be self-cultivating. We need to be doing the reading, the meditation, the cold showers, the physical training, working on your purpose, doing the internal work, et cetera. So that you shouldn't still, you still should not have time to be even considering what other girls in your rotation dating scope are doing. And this should help alleviate your neediness and your attachment to this girl that you were supposed to be going on a date with, but now because of coronavirus is not uh, keen on doing so. So just wrapping up there, just make sure that you just attach that association. Let her know that this was not going to be a one and done thing anyway. You know, if you were to leave it, in the sense of if you react poorly is what I'm saying when she says that I can't co- come out on a date because you're uh, because of the coronavirus and you go you get pissy about it you get pissy about it and you don't leave her on a high note you don't leave her on a good note then in a month's time you might have that self isolation alleviated maybe your city recovers or in three months time or six months time and you got to think about this long play and you got to think about when this is all over because and this is the final thing i'll probably wrap up this podcast with which is the core lesson of this too shall pass this will pass and all the girls that you're seeing right now just because you can't literally physically see them right now doesn't mean that that possibility does not exist in the next two months or three months or six months you know for most of my audience i'm sure this guy is probably under 30 you know my somewhere between 18 to uh 18 to 45s you're probably going to have a few more years of life left in you. So don't go burning your relationships now. Don't go burning bridges now to this guy's question. And uh, that's really important. So what we've gone through here, my friends, is my recommendations for your social lives, which is to overall stop. That You don't do go out and train day game. You don't go out and try a night game. You know, my answer to that a week ago was very different. Things have changed in a week. Uh, Australia's cases in particular have skyrocketed. Uh, from 87 cases to 877 cases in 10 days. So self-isolation and social distancing is real now, and it would be extremely irresponsible for me as a uh, as a coach, even to the detriment. I know it's to the detriment of my own business. I know this will kill my business for the, sh- for the next three, six months, but society's health is more important than that. So to all my clients that are listening to this podcast, because uh, I kind of have time to answer every single individual question, which is why I wanted to make a full podcast like this. You know, it's all of you that are on 30-day challenges right now. It's all of you that are in action blocks through my Skype coaching. Uh, my recommendation, even in places like Australia, where we're not completely overrun and we're not in mandated government must stay home yet, it's going to come. It's going to come in the next 10, 15 days, I would say, uh, it might be even sooner. I know Queensland is already get kind of there already. So Sydney will be there very soon as well. So that's my that was my recommendation at the beginning. And it's 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 uh it's to be continued, you know, to be to be seen as to how things progress. Hopefully, hopefully we get over this nice and quick. But this is the final thing I want to wrap up with, which is that for those of you that are maybe a little bit younger and gonna get complacent about it, but oh, I just fucking started my journey. 
I just started fucking going out. Uh, well, listen, my friends. You had all of the previous summer, if you're here in Australia. You had, you had just gone off summer. And so now, just because the virus has hit, you got into this mindset of, oh, it's been taken, your freedom's been taken away from you to go meet people. Well, what were you doing the past three months? What were you doing the past 18 years of your life? So it's not that bad for the next three, six months for you to curtail your grand ideas of improving yourself, going out there and meeting girls and night, day, etc., to ensure that we don't spread this virus any more than it needs to be. You girls aren't going anywhere. Human beings aren't going anywhere. So just stay calm about it. Don't freak out. Don't be these 20-year-old people on Miami Beach that are just going out and having parties just to say fuck you to the world. You know, that's going to come back to bite you. And it's, it's uh, unempathetic to the rest of the world. So wouldn't recommend that. The other things as well, in summary, what you should be doing in self-isolation is that you should not be idle. You should not be looking to do busy time which is what mainstream keeps recommending, which is they keep saying, just make yourself busy. No, keep evolving yourself. Keep growing yourself. I mentioned, I mentioned the top three books that, that I recommend that all of you, if you've not already read, that get stuck into during self-isolation. Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Wayne Dyer, The Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama, and The Diamond Sutra by the Buddha, aka, and also Red Pine. And then to the guy's question around creating a strong identity for himself and to do that during self-isolation, it's that time on your own. It's that night on your own. It's that time when you tune up. This would be a great time for those of you that have never detoxed from social media. This would be a great time to do so. You know, I regularly do this. And for those of you who've been following me for a while, you know that I regularly do this. And even if it's just for you at first, just two, three days, like you're not going to miss out on anything that your family can't tell you that's of grave importance. But to disconnect from social media uh, when you're in self-isolation, two, three days, give yourself a fight. You might... What you find is that when you go to get over two, three days, you want to do more. That's a great time to practice that. And if you can get what I've found in my life is that when it comes to getting to understand yourself and creating a relationship with yourself, you need to cut the signals, the external signals from outside yourself to get a clean signal from within. Because all that external stimulus blocks the signal. You can't really, you can't really get to the core of yourself when you're concerned with what that girl slid in your DMs last night or what this guy's posting on Instagram, you know, et cetera, and YouTube videos, even my stuff, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all noise. And so what I would recommend is that during your self-isolation is that you cut that noise. And of course, the physical training, of course, you know, I mentioned that reading, of course, cold showers, meditation. These are all great times to be starting this stuff, learning a language right now. There's never a better time to start learning a language right now. And actually, uh, for those of you who well, how will I practice? There are so many online, uh, italki.com, for Japanese is a great uh, online tutoring type thing for learning Japanese. Uh, it's a great time to learn a language, guitar, etc. Before I get to the this too shall pass, because that is the final thing, I did get a question here on Instagram from On9GWELO. On9GWELO says, is it worth spending any time on online game to line up girls for later? Uh, if you listen, if you, you obviously weren't there for the social Q&A live yesterday, However, my answer to that, which I addressed yesterday, was no, absolutely not. Just give me one second, so I'm just going to reset this camera. The reason why it is not worth your time to be spending on online dating apps, Tinder, Bumble right now, is because not only do they lack the respect uh, in general, which is what I discussed yesterday, as in their return on investment is so low, unless you're a natural who's seven and above, there's some benefit to it. However, at this point, it's a mute point because... 
almost every city in the world is going to be in government-mandated self-isolation within the next 15 days, 100%. Most countries are already there. Just for those of you who are Australian, we're not there yet, but we will get there. If you look at just the trajectory of the cases in Australia, it's not the curve. It's not like this. It's not going down. It's not even a flat line. It is a sharp in increase. It's just because we're so isolated and further away from the world. It's taken a little while to take over here, but it's taken over now. It's getting there anyway. So yeah, there's not really any point. So the final thing I want to say to you guys on the podcast now that I just got done with the Instagram live stuff is this. This too shall pass. While the supermarkets are getting emptied, while people are freaking out because they have to stay at home, and while there's been tremendous disruption to economic, financial, to travel, to every sector, there's not a single person on this planet that has not been affected by this. Life goes on. Life goes on. And there was once something called the Spanish flu, which wiped out ridiculous sums of people, outrageous sums of people. Millions and millions and millions of people died in the Spanish flu. We're still here today. Right? When the Black Plague came through, the Black Death, and people were just dying by the millions in Europe and all over the world, we survived that as well. Okay, Human beings, our race as in general, is a very resilient race. And I feel like that if we all took this perspective of remembering that this too shall pass, then we wouldn't be seeing the horrendous behavior you're seeing in supermarkets and you're seeing, you're seeing from people that are just acting out of fear. Because yes, while there is something to be feared, but it's not something to be panicked about. You know, fear, the, the fear is good in the sense that you've got to take it seriously. And that's what I've tried to do in this podcast is convey to my clients and young followers that the reason why I'm recommending you don't go out and you don't do day game or night game training anymore, that because you need to take this seriously, that if you look at the upward curve of especially Australia's cases, but look just around the rest of the world, the US and the UK, and the UK are already there. They're already force closing restaurants, force closing gyms, force closing nightclubs, etc. We're just not there with Australia yet. And I just, for the Australians, like don't, don't get complacent about it. Uh, we're going to be there very soon. But also at the same time, remember that this is too shall fast. If you were a young, if you were a guy who just bought my ebook, who just got off a Skype coaching session with me, who just got a boot camp with me, and you're so excited to be going there and meeting new people and learning about yourself and cultivating, and maybe you got so fucking hyped up by yesterday's podcast, and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I totally get it. I came from men, I descended from men that were hunting woolly mammoths, and now I'm afraid to meet a woman in a bar, and now you were so hyped up to go out tomorrow night, but now I'm telling you don't go out. It's just for now. It's just for now. It's just to ensure that the high risk of our population don't have any more risk, that don't get subjected to this virus any more than they need to be. So if it's another three, six months of your life where you previously had spent the last 18 years, 20 years, 25 years not improving yourself through the process of social dynamics, I don't think it's such a big ask for the next three to six months that you don't do that. The only exception I am giving is if you already have the skill set of social dynamics, open qualification investment close, and you can execute that in the day or night. If you already have that, then feel free to use that in organic moments. If you live in a city where gyms are still open and you meet a girl and you see a girl there and you want to go meet her there, that's okay. If you're in a supermarket and you happen to pick up a T-bone and a girl next to you is picking up a T-bone and you see her and you're like, oh shit, this girl's, this girl's amazing. I'm going to say hi to her. That's okay because you're just in an organic moment. You're not going out of your way to train the social skill set, which is just a blatant disrespectful thing to do in the state of society right now and with this pandemic. 
But if you already have the skill set, and like this is actually something I've been talking about a lot in the last few podcasts, is that rich get richer, poorer get poorer of social dynamics. The longer it takes you to learn this skill set, uh, the harder it becomes. And you can see in situations like this, where it really pays off to already have your social skill set built. And so for any of you that are super complacent about it, this is a really good wake up call. You know, while this, again, this virus is not going to last, we will overcome this 100%. It should be a good wake up call to you. And the biggest wake up call is that you can die any day, regardless of this coronavirus. So you don't have time to waste. With that being said, and I know, I know it's too, you have to hold, you have to hold two ideas here. I know with that being said, don't be complacent, but go back to everything else I talked about in this podcast that will keep you fulfilled over the next three, six months. And I'll keep you guys updated on my recommendations based on the world goes. And please just uh, be considerate of the people that are most likely going to be affected by this the most, even if it's not yourself directly, because that's really what I've talked about here. Kevin just said, came with a question saying, do you think issues with ED make you less of a man? Well, this is not Corona related, but I'll still answer it anyway. And it's interesting because it really depends on your definition of a man. If you go back to my short film, what is a man? I think you'll be able to answer that question for yourself, Kev. It's your definition of what a man is. Okay, if your, if your definition of a man is based on whether you can get an erection, then yes, I guess you would fail that criteria. I guess then you would be less of a man. But I would question why your criteria for success of being a man is whether you can get an erection. Now, I feel like uh, that's a, it's definitely one part of your duty as a man to be able to sexually please a woman and be able to take her through the dance of sexual connection between the masculine and the feminine, absolutely. However, there's much more to life than just that. And let me throw you a good counter perspective. What if you didn't even have use of your facilities? What if you didn't even have a, uh, a set of balls and a sausage to go with? What if at, at birth you had a birth deformity? What if at some time in your life you got get into a ridiculous accident and you no longer were able to get an erection. Does that limit your ability to become a man and to be a man? Depends on your criteria for what a man is. And if you guys would like more insight on what you think, what my idea for what a man is, I've got an entire short film on it. Just go into YouTube, type in what is a man by the bowl and you'll get it. Uh, and also just really tactically for you there, Kev, I would be more concerned for you as to addressing the issues of ED and not being so concerned with whether it makes you less of a man, but more so as to what are you doing to overcome that and to fix that, which I have several podcasts on, on erectile dysfunction. So check that out. Uh, Adi actually came in saying, but bro, my stock portfolio is not going to survive at this rate. Yeah, no one's is. <laughs> no, it is. We are going into a bear market for sure. No chance of anyone avoiding that. Ziz Aiden comes in saying this pandemic sucks. We can't even go to the gym. Yeah, it depends where you are. You must be in the U you must be somewhere other than Australia. Australia is uh, probably one of the last places on earth right now that is still opening gyms. Uh, but I wouldn't say that sucks. I would say for probably a good year of my physical development, I only trained outdoors. I only trained uh, with calisthenics. You can develop some serious strength through calisthenics. And so I'd be using, utilizing that as much as I can. You guys see on my profile, I did an entire workout the other day, uh, just using the Olympic rings and using my gym mat. And I got absolutely blasted by that. Uh, next question from Onguelo was, I'm in Hong Kong. 
so it's been locked down here for a few months. I noticed girls do appreciate an organic compliment at the grocery store because they're so bored staying home. Yeah, and that's a really good, really good point right there because in times like these where social access is so limited, if you do have a really good social dynamic skill set and you can bring that forward at a supermarket and or whether you're passing by the petrol station or wherever you're at, that's going to be uh, it's going to be 10x the power. It's going to be 10x the power. That's what I spoke about that black belts in social dynamics in 2020 have it much easier than white belts. Same thing here. It's the same thing here for someone like me, for some like my clients that have been a few years down the journey, you know, to meet a girl now organically, not training it, but organically, uh, it's a much easier because just of the, the state of uh, the state of society. And I wouldn't be surprised if you met uh, a girl that of real high value at this time in life. I wouldn't be surprised if you met a girl that really blew your mind in times like these because it's just kind of the way life works when we get put in extreme scenarios, extreme things happen. And you often see this when you make big shifts, big shifts in your life as well. When you make big shifts in your life, big things happen. And so uh, I wouldn't be surprised. But again, reiterating, you're not, I am not recommending going out and training day game or night game. I'm only recommending organically through organic interactions that would have happened anyway. You're already at the petrol station. You're already at the supermarket. You're already uh, just getting your mail outside and you see that dying piece walk by. You're going to say hi. You're going to do something about it. That has been the wrap up to this special edition Bordeaux podcast on COVID-19, the coronavirus, my recommendations for what you guys do in this time. I've made this into a pretty pretty heavy duty piece of content, but I made sure I stacked it at the beginning so that those of you that just wanted the quick do I go out or do I not go out? That's all there at the beginning. And, uh, but I will be continuously updating you and make sure you signed up to the Bowl Sip email, balldigital.com, where you can get access to free articles each week and Instagram at Uitang1, of course. And you guys can always be reaching out to me there. And if you guys have suggestions or things that you would like to see from me during times like these, things that you're worried about, things that you would like insight on, you know, I've been thinking about releasing during this time on Instagram, I do a meditation series at least five days out of the week where I post my meditations throughout the night or the morning. And I've been thinking about making a short video on each of them, uh, maybe just once a week. And that will help you guys in self-isolation to have something to work on internally if you haven't, if you've already gotten past the work of doing the work, you know, working out your purpose in life, etc. Helping those of you move forward, just continuously moving forward. That's the idea that I want for all of you. So with that being said, I'll let that outro run. And I'll catch you guys real soon. Much peace and much joy. Yeah. Thank you very much, my friends. The best place to connect with me outside of these podcasts and outside of YouTube is on Instagram. At uitang1, spelt O-O-I-T-A-N-G-1. Slide me any DMs there, personal context. You can also shoot me an email at boldoja.com, which is, of course what this podcast is brought to you by. If you guys would like to pick up my ebook, Crash Course to Kick-Ass Day Game, book a one-on-one Skype coaching, or go for that deeper level, Day Game Foundations Bootcamp, all available to you by boldoja.com. And finally, if you would like to send a little something back and just support this channel, support this podcast and everything that I'm doing here, you can do so by donating through the PayPal link, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, or also directly through boldojo.com in the boldojo podcast section there's a donate link right at the top there anything that you guys do send it goes straight back to this channel and everything i'm doing so i really appreciate it thank you very much and this my friends is where i shall leave you until next time
on Dragon Ball. No, not on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Wishing you the best of your lives. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.